Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We're looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of Chuck Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM Washington, WWWTFM Manassas, WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. Good looking ride continues on the Beltway. Uh, there are a couple of work zones, all of them in Virginia, including the Adeloupe. In areas between Van Dorn Street and Telegraph Road, equipment repair work, you're going to find mobile alternate enclosures along the far right side. Also, the Adeloupe south of 50 over on the west side. Road widening operations, the right lane and the right shoulder, there are closed. And at the American Legion Bridge, you'll find uh, road work over on the far right side. Only the far left lane is open. This is bridge rehab operations. There are no delays anywhere in Virginia, and if you want to call it a work zone in Prince George's County, it's a mobile closure of the left lane, both loops, between Kenilworth Avenue and Annapolis Road. Traffic getting back to the right without difficulty, very late volume on 495. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Expect a warming trend for the end of the week. Unfortunately, it's going to also come with our chance of rain for the week. Thursday and Friday, looking like Thursday afternoon, Friday morning. For today, it is going to be dry, beautiful too, and the sun gets ready to rise in a couple hours here. We're mainly clear, temperatures between 25 and 35 degrees. And then for your Tuesday afternoon, Temperatures will be topping out between 47 and 52 degrees and near 50 also on Wednesday with lots of sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 32 in Georgetown, 28 in Bowie, 28 degrees in Leesburg at 159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, I'm Michael Toscano, and coming up, suddenly the Nationals are no longer for sale. We'll tell you what's changed with the owners. In other local sports business news. All the potential options moving forward with the bill to move the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. The latest from the scene of the house explosion that killed the firefighter in Sterling, I'm Neil Augenstein. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. There are parts of Southern California where people might wake up to drenching rains in the morning that could be dangerous. The three-day storm arrived Monday, as correspondent Carter Evans reports. 
storms brought down trees along U.S. 101 near the Oregon border. Farther south in Ventura County, firefighters shoveled mud and stacked sandbags to divert water from homes and streets. But even cleanup crews wound up getting stuck. Lots of falling rocks and trees, uh, so the roads are very hazardous. Just south of L.A., the ground in Rancho Palos Verdes is shifting and collapsing as the city continues to battle the perils of oversaturation. President Biden says he is weighing additional sanctions against Russia over the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. His death at 47 years old was reported Friday by Russian prison authorities. More from CBS's Chris Livesay. Alexei Navalny's widow, Yulia Navalnaya, boldly accusing the Russian president. Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin killed the father of my children. For days, the Navalny family has demanded to see his body. But Russian investigators say they will hold it for at least two more weeks for examination. Court records show that a man who died after fatally shooting two police officers and an EMT in a wooded suburban Minneapolis neighborhood was not legally allowed to have guns. Jonah Kaplan with CBS News Minnesota. CBS News Minnesota confirming the suspect as 38-year-old Shannon Gooden. Court documents reveal he was a convicted felon who could not legally own a gun. The attack killed Burnsville PD officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruge, both 27. Adam Finseth, a fire department paramedic, was 40. The gunman also died, but the children were physically unharmed. Just a few more days left before the all-important South Carolina primary. Experts say if Republican hopeful Nikki Haley does not do well in her home state against Donald Trump, she'll have to think hard about whether to stay in the race. One of her campaign stops Monday was in Camden, South Carolina. What's happening in our country right now is not normal. Chaos is not normal. Anger is not normal. Division is not normal. That's not us. But we can change that. You can change that on Saturday. Want to live on Mars? Well, not the real Mars, but it may feel close to it. NASA is looking for four people to live on a fake Mars for a full year to help them prepare for human exploration of the planet. They'll live in a 1,700-square-foot Mars simulation. The ground mission will kick off in spring 2025. Those interested have until April 2nd to apply. You have to be between 30 and 55 years old. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owe the IRS a lot of money. Good morning. Good morning, I'm Michael Toscano, and now to the stories we are following this hour. The Washington Nationals are no longer for sale. Owner Mark Lerner telling us the Washington Post, he and his family have decided to keep the team. The decision marking a reversal for Lerner, who announced almost two years ago he was exploring selling the team. Andrew Golden of the Washington Post broke the story and joined us earlier. I didn't get a sense that he was thinking too far ahead in the future. I think they decided at the moment in time that they aren't going to sell the team. You know, according to him, this is a decision that the family came to a while ago. How long ago, I don't know. But I think they decided that right now they're very happy owning the team that they're going to stick with. The team has struggled since winning the World Series in 2019, trading away major stars such as Juan Soto to try to jumpstart a rebuild. The Lerner family bought the team back in 2006. It cost them $450 million when MLB moved the ball club from Montreal. Let's talk more about the business behind some of our local teams now. Well, it could pass, it could fail, but there's also 
A third option now being considered by Virginia state lawmakers for the bill that would allow for a new arena in Alexandria for the Caps and Wizards. WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports. The Alexandria Arena bill is on thin ice. After passing in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its fate is now controlled by Democratic Senator L. Louise Lucas, chair of the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. She'll be the one to decide whether it's voted on or whether it dies. It's a pretty hot topic right now, and so now Senator Lucas has a pretty big decision to make. Democratic Delegate Luke Torian sponsored the bill in the House. He says there is another option on the table here, one that would involve lawmakers agreeing to not let the bill die, but rather delay action on it for a year. That possibility exists as well. Lucas has been a strong opponent of the arena proposal. She has not responded to repeated requests for an interview with WTOP. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Some Alexandria residents were in the streets Monday protesting the proposed Caps and Wizards Arena at Potomac Yards. Our partners at 7 News report the group called the Coalition to Stop the Arena had their voices heard during the President's Day parade in Old Town. Group organizer Andrew McDonald told 7 News that they represent a lot of concerned residents who think the development is being pushed through Virginia's legislature. New this morning, Fairfax County police are looking for a man identified as Ricky Lowe of Manassas, suspected of stealing an ambulance from Fairfax Hospital. Officers told our partners at 7 News that Lowe had not been discharged from the hospital. He walked away with an IV still in his arm and stole the ambulance. Police also said Lowe was a passenger in the crash near the ramp from Route 50 to eastbound Interstate 66 Monday afternoon. The car involved with that crash was also stolen, according to police. Four other people were injured in relation to that crash. The investigation is continuing, trying to find out exactly what caused that house in Sterling to explode and the neighborhood to shake Friday night. The explosion took the life of a volunteer firefighter. WTOP's Neil Augenstein reports from the neighborhood. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, heavy machinery has been brought in to dig out what's left of the home that exploded and collapsed Friday night. Some nearby buildings are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are collecting debris from the blast. They've also been gathering the gear that firefighters were wearing that night. They'll be sent for analysis. Sources say it could be a while before the fire marshal makes the determination of what caused the blast. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Funeral arrangements are being made for the firefighter who died, 45-year-old Trevor Brown. He had been with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company since 2016. Immediate financial support is being given to Brown's family and those of the other firefighters who were injured in that blast. The Loudoun First Responders Foundation has teamed with the County Fire and Rescue Service to coordinate financial relief following Friday's disaster, which killed volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown. One of the things that we've been able to do was immediately be able to provide financial support to the Brown family to cover the cost for the funeral arrangement. Tina Johnson is president of the all-volunteer group, which is also funneling financial aid to the firefighters injured in the blast. Anything that they need immediate funding. People who want to help are asked to donate at the Loudoun First Responders Foundation webpage. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And coming up on WTOP, change is coming to the 7-Eleven convenience stores. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We begin with Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Thank you, Michael. A couple of work zones have cleared in Virginia, including the uh, overhead sign repair work on 95 southbound, south of the Fairfax County Parkway to US 1 and Woodbridge. All lanes now are open either side of 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg. There are no major delays at all. Very late volume of traffic. You also had a work zone going on in Fairfax County, eastbound 66, west of US 50 in Fairfax. That was road, road widening work, and all lanes are now open, both sides of 66 between the Beltway and the Route 81 interchange south of Winchester inside the Beltway, 66 running in the clear. All lanes are open between the Beltway and the Roosevelt Bridge. There are other work zones going on in Virginia, including Glebe Road that are shut down in both directions between Military Road and Chain Bridge Road in Arlington, northbound 395, between Pentagon Rotary Road and the Army-Navy Drive for traffic engineering, right lane, right shoulder, alternating mobile closures. Also, right lane are uh, mobile alternating closures on northbound 395 south of King Street, also because of traffic engineering in Maryland for the work zone in Anne Arundel County at the Bay Bridge. Eastbound span closed. Two-way operations on the westbound span. No delays either side of 50 at the Bay Bridge. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTO. Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Temperatures near average today and Wednesday, but I'm tracking some spring-like warmth for the end of the week. So we're dealing with the cold this morning and a chance for some patchy frost. Temperatures between 25 and 35 degrees and later today just under 50 degrees with, again, just some scattered clouds out there. So it is going to be a beautiful day. Sunshine on tap for your Wednesday, also around 50 degrees. Right now, the range of temperatures for Thursday afternoon, 53. Three to 58, mostly cloudy skies and showers for the afternoon and evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 26 now in Rockville, 28 in Ashburn, 29 degrees in Fort Washington. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Denise Pellegrini. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Watch for major changes at 7-Eleven. The world's largest convenience store wants to get bigger. Duchi Saka, president of 7-Eleven's Japanese parent, 7 and I, through a translator. We believe that we need to change our business model from one that relies on gasoline and cigarettes to one in which customers choose us based on our products. How does Saka hope to expand in the U.S., where 7-Eleven is a leader but has less than 10% of the 150,000 stores with rivals like Circle K, Kushtar, Casey's and Wawa? We believe in order to grow, we need to keep changing our product lineup. The key to this change is fresh food. Parent 7&I has acquired Speedway and Sunoco gas station networks in a supply chain business and has more acquisitions in the works as it adds fresh sandwiches, salads, cut fruit, protein boxes, and even dessert wines to its roadside pit stops as it tries to fend off an activist investor. But no plans to uh, stop selling those Slurpees anytime soon. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Denise Pellegrini on WTLP. Checking stock markets in Asia, they're mixed right now with Australia, Tokyo, and South Korea down slightly. Coming up on WTOP, the House of Representatives may be on a break, but providing aid to Ukraine remains the focus for many members. It's 2-12. Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. You can always find people who are helping. Thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us. 
when my brothers and sisters and mom and dad and grandpa and grandma need them. Thank you, first responders. This is what I signed up for as a first responder. I am constantly worried about being exposed to this virus and potentially bringing it back to my home and my family. I'm going to continue going to work day in and day out and providing help to those that need it. We look out for the helpers because they look out for us. Thank you, first responders. Be safe, look after yourself, and look after one another. Thanks. Learn how you can help first responders in your community by texting BRAVE to 24365. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first. But it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help. And hear stories of strength and recovery at MakeTheConnection.net. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 2.14. Good morning. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks so much for being with us. Well, it could end up being another week of big news in Washington, even though the House of Representatives is on a two-week break. Aid to Ukraine continues to be a political hot potato on Capitol Hill. CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane joined us earlier to talk more about what's going on on getting something done there in the wake of the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. At a minimum, it's going to take at least 10 more days and may take a lot longer than that. The U.S. Senate has passed this $95 billion plan to fund Ukraine, fund Israel, fund Taiwan and the emergencies in all three places. But the U.S. House is just stalled in its consideration. There seems to be this sense, Sean and Ann, that there's enough votes in the House to get it passed, get it signed into law and get the money out. But House Republican leadership doesn't have the full support of their Republican conference and won't put it on the floor just yet. So. At this moment, there's a group of moderates, both parties, who've tried to get some support for a smaller plan to at least more temporarily fund Ukraine. They're getting some momentum, but no sense they're near the 218 votes needed to make it happen. On the front of and a front that we keep repeating a lot here, Scott, the House is on its long break. But guess what? Another deadline to avoid a government shutdown is looming. Where do things stand there on that front? Deadlines are March 1st and March 8th. The first third of government would shut down March 1st. The second third of it, including the Pentagon, would be March 8th. And I mentioned the dates, and it's worth talking about again, because Congress is on recess till February 28th. It is a leap year, so there's one day between their returning here and the deadline. That's an awful lot of work to jam into next Thursday. And same dynamic holds here. There's no real plan to get it through the House and through the Senate without some type of bipartisan coalition to temporarily keep the doors open. They may hit the snooze button again and keep it going until maybe May or June. It seems like we should be close to a Supreme Court ruling on Donald Trump's contention of presidential immunity. 
Soon as Wednesday, although it may take some time after that, Sean, the Supreme Court has consideration of this presidential immunity argument that Trump's making, that he's immune from prosecution here in D.C. for election conspiracy. The appeals court knocked down that argument, basically calling it nonsense. The Supreme Court review could come back soon. Or it could take weeks more, but timing's everything. The longer it takes for the Supreme Court to weigh in, the longer that trial date stands in limbo before it gets back on the calendar. And that is uh, CBS News correspondent Scott McFarland. It is 2.17. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. After almost two years, the Nationals are no longer for sale. The learners say they're keeping the team. The widow of late opposition leader in Russia, Alexander Nav- Alexei Navalny, says she's taking up her husband's cause and she will focus on Vladimir Putin. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let us go now to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Not a whole lot going on in the DMV. All lanes are clear on the Beltway in Maryland, with the exception of a mobile work crew. This is on the uh, actually affecting both loops of the Beltway in the area between uh, Annapolis Road and Kenilworth Avenue. Uh, move over to the far right side, just in case you run across this work crew. But we're not seeing any delays on the Beltway in Maryland. There are some work zones going on in Virginia, including the outer loop between Van Dorn Street and Telegraph Road for equipment repair work. Mobile alternate enclosures along the right side. The outer loop at the American Legion Bridge, the left center lane, right center lane, right lane are all blocked. Only the left lane is open, but no delays. Likewise, no delays past the work zone on the outer south of 50 over on the west side. This is road widening work. The right lane and the right shoulder are closed. The road work that was on 95 southbound in Virginia, south of the Fairfax County Parkway, has cleared. Now, all lanes are open both sides of the 95 corridor in Virginia, and there are no delays. But there is some work going on south of Washington, including on Spotsylvania County for the new road construction. This is six and a half miles uh, uh, south of U.S. 17 Mills Drive on southbound U.S. 1. The work going on at Virginia 606 Mud Tavern Road in Thornburg. Again, that right lane is blocked, but there are no delays in Stafford County southbound 1 with uh, the through lanes alternating closures because of bridge deck repair work south of Virginia 218 north of Fredericksburg. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And let's hear now from 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. It's our fifth warmest February on record in 152 years. And I'm tracking some milder days coming our way for the end of the week, close to 60 degrees, some spring-like warmth. In the mid part of next week, we could get close to 70. Now, this morning, I know it's cold, 25 to 35 degrees. We're mainly clear. Today, going to be dry, just shy of 50 degrees under partly sunny skies. Also, for Wednesday, lots of sunshine. You're a little higher with those temperatures by 2, 3 degrees, running 50, maybe warmer. And then for Thursday, Friday, your forecast just shy of 60 degrees with rain showers coming in with the next weather maker during the afternoon and for the first half of Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 26 degrees in Manassas, 35 in Metro Center, 28 degrees in Frederick. And it is 2:20. Coming up on WTOP, McLean-based Capital 1 is making a major expansion. That's ahead. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. 
That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. It's 221 and new tonight. McLean-based Capital One is reportedly closing in on a deal to purchase Discover Financial Services. Bloomberg is reporting it would bring together two of the country's largest credit card companies to create the biggest credit card lender in the nation. Discover, which is based in Illinois, has a market value of nearly $28 billion, while Virginia-based Capital One is valued at about $52 billion. The all-stock transaction could be announced as soon as today, Tuesday. But the deal could face antitrust scrutiny from federal regulators who are already working on an overhaul of bank capital rules that have faced stiff industry opposition. All right, comedy fans, have you seen Taylor Tomlinson's new Netflix special yet? It was filmed at Capital One Hall in Tysons, Virginia, beginning with her rising up on stage from a trap door. How stupid was that? I came up from the floor like I'm a Jonas brother. <laughs> I was so embarrassed that I thought of that, but it was too late when we got here to change it because men with jobs had built it. They're like, well, this is like a week of our lives. Taylor Tomlinson is on fire with her new late night show after midnight on CBS and her new Netflix special, Have It All. I was like, yeah, Taylor, nobody gets to have it all. And then I saw Hugh Jackman in person. And I was like, oh, I guess you can have it all, but there's none left because God gave it all to you. Have It All is now streaming on Netflix. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. So somebody once said, when you can't use FedEx, why not try a drone? Well, you can't do that if you're trying to deliver drugs to a federal prison. You might get arrested. Outsiders find many ways to smuggle drugs into prison, but few have tried using a drone. West Virginia's McDowell County Police just arrested 11 people for trying to do that. One suspect fled, was later found dead. Guards say they noticed a number of drones flying near the prison. They eventually found the pilots and their illegal drug payload. Many will end up behind the prison walls they were trying to fly over. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. From ABC News Tech Trends, boaters hold on to their vessels for longer than drivers hold on to their cars. And Gus Blakely of Suzuki Marine says that presents a big challenge for an industry.